0: On today's episode, I'm speaking with some of Sydney's fresh and most emerging radio hosts, DJs, event producers, and a community-building creative duo. The music they push is in Clubland is fresh, diverse, mature, sophisticated, and always fun and vibrant. Pretty much sums them up. They produce warehouse parties, club nights, brunches, and a residence with Sydney's Nomad Radio, where their weekly radio show lives. They continue to earn their stripes for Sydney's electronic music scene, although already solidifying themselves as purveyors of voice and contributors to the art and culture as the next generation or Sydney torchbearers. Having supported the likes of Carista, Jitwan, Lauren Hansen, Horatio Lorna and Alicia Joy, this duo represents. Okay, so on today's episode, we'll be discussing the role of community radio in a COVID world, DIY culture in a COVID world and how to keep your dream alive. Danny and Deepa, Honey Point, welcome to Electronic Music Man. We made it. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> 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 nice to have you, girls. Thanks for coming on board. Um, and, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: awesome. I'm so excited that you're here for the show. And um, yeah, so let, I want to learn a little bit about Honey Point before we get into all the other stuff. Um, how did you, you, the two of you meet?
1: This is my favorite <laughs> story. Um, me and Danny, we both um, volunteer at another community radio station called FBI Radio. And uh, we met on just some drinks after I think FBI's fifth, 16th birthday.
2: And I had just joined FBI. Like Deepa was, had been there about a year or two years already and I had like just become a fresh new presenter at the station. So I had no
1: friends. <laughs> yeah, and we um, were just celebrating. We went to a bar and uh, there was this guy sitting in a little booth and I was like, how dare he take the booth up? So I dragged some random FBI people into the corner to kind of like staunch him. Um, and Danny ended up. me and Danny ended up being friends with him, but that's how... That's how we met as well. Yeah, yeah, and so we started talking and realised we were tangential to each other's lives. Um, we were in a similar... We were in the same um, Facebook group music where it was just a bunch of people from Sydney sharing music together and we realised we had a lot of similar friends and uh that's how we started.
2: Yeah and we also realised that like we had been posting music and commenting on each other's posts but didn't really realise we were
0: that person. Got it, got
2: Um, it, got it. Yeah, and then we we both just, we realised, we deduced that we had the exact same taste in music and felt that it was more of like a minority taste of music. Um, Mm, And mm. at the time, Deepa was a part of these like femme mix nights um, with like three of our friends who were non-cis men and they would all DJ together in like a really beautiful safe space and support each other's DJing. And I was still like a bedroom DJ with Mm. no goals or hopes or like any foresight to be a DJ. Um, mm. And deeper, I remember deeper being like, we're going to make you a DJ. Like, come to these, come to these nights. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon you know exactly what you're doing. Like, let's, let's help you become like the best DJ you can be. So, um, yeah. And then we just like spend heaps of time doing that together. And then, yeah, that's how we met. Great. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, um, I, I guess yeah. FBI radio is uh, such a such a great place, and, and it still is I've, I, I spent a lot of time there myself that's where I kind of broke my my broadcasting uh, world and, and got into it. I think the the role of community radio is just it, it brings people together um, in so many ways and um, I really enjoyed your set last year when uh, with the electronic music conference. I was quite <laughs> impressed by the um I don't like to say the word maturity because it almost sounds boring but <laughs> but 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 yeah. it is it it's I felt that the music palette that you girls were playing was of a mature sound like some like of people that have been who have known music or understood electronic music for so long. Where did that come from? Like like and you've got a big jazz influence as well. Like uh, you're, you're, yeah, you yeah, for 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 young women DJs uh, that that uh that I've not come across many girls that play music like you, you know, or, or just guys in general as well. So, yeah, I've haven't heard people at, at that age. <laughs> so where where did that come from? Is it, it yeah?
2: I think, I think I can speak for the both of us when I say that our greatest influences for DJing. In Sydney, and for our, our selection are people like eddie Tui, e Mike mm-hmm. Who, Ben Fester, um, Lauren Hansom, and like their tastes are all so niche and specific to vinyl selections that I think that that's, that's exactly what has influenced our tastes mm-hmm. and has mm-hmm. really like um, pushed us to I think I think the whole world around vinyl DJing and record collecting, although we aren't really record collectors ourselves or vinyl DJs ourselves, the whole idea of constantly pushing yourself to find the next best gem that maybe no one has heard, um, which is exactly what like AD and Mike and Lauren do. Yeah. Um, and I think that that, that is exactly what well, formed our taste. That. Yeah. And definitely I can speak for myself and say that that's definitely something that I try to do when I'm looking for music, just always looking for the, the, the less the less heard tracks Mm. or the more undiscovered tracks. But um not in a wanky way, just for a like
0: Well introducing new music, right? Like
2: yeah, like like how can we how can we challenge ourselves as performers? How can we explore new boundaries? How can we empower alternative communities as well? Mm. Um through yeah, through our selections and and, um purchases and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I think for the jazz element, like I feel like Sydney had this big era of jazz adjacent sounds in like 2017 and that's probably like the peak of when I was going out and so there were all these live um music nights and all the DJs that were coming were like just like some of the Chicago greats all with the music even that I started DJing with was like Terrence Parker and like Larry Hurt and so if you're starting with music like that it like the path is almost like clear. Oh, like the original house stuff. Yes, yeah. As yes. in jazz music.
0: Yes, yeah. Yes.
1: I think that, that probably influenced at least my taste a bit and we bumped into each other at a lot of gigs and so realised we, yeah, overlapped on that as well. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a trio in Sydney that they don't really play as much out together anymore, but we put on their launch, and they're an improv um experimental improv jazz trio and i think like their sound is so unique and it is so niche and it's so powerful and i think that for me that's what started me on like my housey jazzy tip um also combined with i grew up with um this girl who's one of my best friends we've been friends for 17 years and um she's a jazz musician and she's just like so incredible.
1: she she played with this I remember there was this particular gig night that folks were playing and they brought on this girl called El Haber on. And this is when I didn't know Danny, I had no idea who Danny was. And I was obsessed with the band, obsessed with the singer, and just kind of stalked them until I and was going to every single one of their gigs, met Danny, and then Danny was like, Oh yeah, like El Haber, my best friend, and I was like no way yeah. you don't understand yeah. i'm obsessed with this yeah. girl like yeah. she's like changed yeah. my perspective on music yeah. um and then yeah that was like a whole thing And so, so i think
2: to put it simply like just the the very unique influences that we've had in our lives in the jazz realm is what has like led us down that jazz route Got it. Got um, it.
0: Yeah. So um but, but was it well i mean it was before the kind of i guess the influences from uh i guess these the sydney purveyors i mean what about what at home as kids, like you know, I, was there a musical influence at home? Did that happen? I love that
2: yeah, I love when people answer this question, and I love to answer this question, especially because Deep <laughs> and I have like the most so differing different. background. <laughs> my parents are um South Africans, so their taste was quite interesting because in South Africa, growing up for them, like the 70s and 80s, they didn't actually have a lot of access to a lot of like mainstream stuff, so my dad. Both of them were obsessed with Rodriguez. So I had a lot of Rodriguez in my house okay. growing up. And pretty much really, He was that
0: very popular album. in South Africa, wasn't he?
2: Very so popular, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, the, when Finding Sugar Man came out, like that was like the family film. Um, <laughs> and um, still haven't gone to see him with my parents yet though, which would be really special. It's like on the bucket list. But yeah, him and like, this is so naff, but like, Bob Marley, there was a lot of Bob Marley (laughs) and my mum's into, my mum has always been into disco and jazz
0: oh amazing
2: yeah so a lot of disco growing up my mum had like these hot hit disco CDs that now I have in my car and it's like you can ring my bell like (laughs) solo the the, like key disco tracks and then I just, I was always just like a hip hop and R&B kid, so I like could catch me dancing to like before he was a bit problematic, all the Chris <laughs> Brown, even like, know Beyonce. I was a Beyonce baby, so like that. My, that's my cool my cool. Mine's
1: so different. So my mom, my mom's from Pakistan, my dad's from Bangladesh, and they both listen to very um, a lot of folk music from their hometowns. Um, so it was a lot of that on like cassettes, like not even CDs. But then my mom loved Madonna and loved ABBA, so we'd hear that around the house. And My dad loved loved country music, so we had Johnny Cash CDs. We had like, I think it was like we had a CD full of like thirty artists singing the same song, but it was just different country versions, different singers. So really? it's like just so random. That's so insane. Yeah, so stuff like that. And then my brother was um, that's very, heinous. my brother was very into like emo and punk. And I was into pop music and also, like, indie rock. Um, but then all of it mixed together kind of created this, like, okay. where I could, like, listen to all genres and not kind of put any aside. I was, like, didn't prefer any, but I was able to listen to all of them without really pushing any of them away, which,
2: yeah. which yeah, is but cool. at your core, you're an indie rock kid. I think
1: so. I think so. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, that's quite a diverse, uh, you know, f- fundamental sort of uh, – palette there i think i think like usually usually i don't really go into this sort of stuff on the show but i was fascinated by your influences because i i I was quite i just found it really interesting to hear um you know because i you know just listening when i heard you guys play at that when i heard you uh, djing at that day i was just like that's like these girls of like an old soul like they've got like this really kind of you know broad range of music and um it's like you're playing jams like like guys that i know that are 35 plus you know and i'm just like oh wow this is really cool um and it's nice to, it's nice to see uh you know a, a generation at you know uh, playing really good dance music like because you don't really you know i i guess i'm where i am i um in dubai i i you, you you either hear that kind of sound in very kind of niche sort of places and I guess you, that would be the same in Sydney but I yes, find definitely
2: it- there's not a lot of people that play the stuff that we play not in like an arrogant way but if you wanted mm. to go out and hear the people that we look up to or the, the, the kind of mixes that they play there's really like two places in Sydney where you could go, maybe one, unless there's an event on or a couple of events on. Like Mm. it it is quite a niche thing. Um, That's kind
1: of the reason why Honey Point started though. Yeah.
2: And I think also I wanted to make a point that there's definitely something to be said about the new era of music that we've both grown up in. Um, Like streaming services came into our lives at such young ages and we've just had a multitude of genres and space to explore different sounds from around the world. And also, like in our lives, and then also, if you couple that with the political landscapes that we've grown up on, uh, grown up in through social media, um, it's 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 interesting um, to understand how that has shaped our musical tastes and our like musical leanings. Mm. I think that in a time before now, it makes sense that it would be considered as like a mature taste, or even now, it makes sense that it's our music is considered as a mature taste because. The ideas that we've been exposed to, the services we've been exposed to, would traditionally before our time be things that you were, would only be exposed to at a much later stage in your life.
0: Mm. Tell think. me, uh, tell me a bit about uh, Nomad Radio. I mean, the role. Um, how long have you had the Honey Point show there? And uh, is it the and, and is your show different to your DJ sets in clubs, or is it kind of a a combination, like of bringing new music and
1: well, so Nomad we've been on now officially for a year. We had our one year birthday um, last week, which is very exciting. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so Nomad Radio started off as um as a online radio station for Sydney underground music. So it's a bunch of Sydney collectives putting a show together. Um, yeah, and so we debuted our like. Collective on Nomad wow. Radio, focusing on yeah jazz and house tangential sounds. But um, and I reckon the, the show is quite different to what we play in a DJ set. The first hour being um, music we've found from like Sydney locals or around the world, very um, more, much more organically jazz than mm-hmm. dance music. Okay. And then the second hour we have um, a guest mix, which is then the dancing side and we try and, or our, like, our aim as a collective is to kind of diversify the representation in the scene. So we book um, particularly, like, non-men or people of colour um, just to kind of highlight them and showcase what they have but still within um, our music range as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And now it's, but and it's
1: interesting. Oh,
0: sorry, James. No, no, go on, go on. You finish. Finish your thought. I
2: was going to say it's been really interesting because when we started the show, we definitely weren't jazz. DJs like right. we we dabbled in the realm of jazz house and house tracks like that's that's where it started and then through the show and I've definitely found when I played out by myself through having like the music from our show on in my collection I started to incorporate the more jazzy sounds into my set and, I'm, and trying to get creative around that yeah. and we both have started to do that to do that so it's it's funny it's been like a bit of a ping pong kind of Situation with in between the or in regards to the songs that we play in our show and then the songs we play in our
1: sets. Yeah, mm. um, I think
2: we've evolved the show and it's evolved us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. when yeah when we look for music for the show, it's stuff I couldn't ever find by myself. Like if I was looking for just a solo DJ set and looking for the music, I'd never come across the stuff. I find behind the honey point when I'm mm. looking for a show, which is yeah, it's very interesting to see how that happens itself as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
0: and and I mean the role because. I only only came across Nomad recently like from la- last year and I started to learn more about it and it that's it seems to be a new fixture in the sort of independent culture of Sydney at the moment and it's been around for how long No only oh, yeah we, so, we, it's, it's, we so, it's, are, right so you so you've been wrestling.
2: there
0: fantastic so you've been there from the from day 1 right so yeah. it's a, and it's and it's they, it's just online radio it doesn't have a frequency um yeah no, just no. Online, yeah. okay cool well kind of like
2: Sydney's answer to worldwide fm or nts radio right. yeah oh,
0: really? right. okay but cool That's,
2: sort of,
0: that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i mean uh, it definitely looks that way i mean i looking at the website it looks really like I, I love the look and feel of it and i can see that it is very much um supporting a i guess like a unspoken or unheard of kind of you know, up and coming people and artists, and um, and I think, I guess it's kind of filling a void. Sound it feels mm-hmm. like it, feel, it feels it like a, another little gap that's being um, being presented. And, and so has it has the nomad role and, well, and the community part there been a pillar for for Honey Point? Has it helped? Get you guys out there and and be yes. you know it's it is a platform for your voice and what you're doing. Um, yeah,
1: there's not a lot of venues where me and Danny could play out. And it's very hard to and I think even to this day, even with all the venues available, it's very hard to say that Honey Point has like a home as a physical venue. And I think in that in that way, like Nomad, Nomad Radio is, is like our home. Our home. Like mm-hmm. that's we know we'll always have that space. And no matter whether there's All the clubs close down as they have been slowly in Sydney um, will have like a space to share music and share people that Mm. are in line with our vision for music as well. Mm. Mm. Definitely comfortable.
2: And it was actually quite serendipitous um, when it came at such an incredible time. We were actually trying to get a show at FBI radio, like we were trying to establish Honey Point, and we said, We need a station, like we need a hub that's not a tangible hub. Like it, it, we need a place where people can, they can connect us to an identity where we can then form our own identity kind mm. of thing. And, um, and we tried to get a show at FBI and there was just no room on the grid and they were like, great idea. We love you guys, but like, no, sorry. And then Oscar, um, who's one of the founders of Nomad Radio just came to us one day and was like, would you guys like a show? And we just jumped at the opportunity and have never looked back. Because like if Honey Point was to dissolve ever, like if it was to have to go away, I reckon that the the show would live on forever. Like it's just <laughs> so solid. It's mm-hmm. It's got such a beautiful following, which we didn't, we still are so unaware of, but mm-hmm. every now and then we'll get an email from like a booker and he'll say, oh, we love your show. Like, yeah. which is
1: yeah. wild. Just like yeah. the people that come to our events that we've just never heard of or not even yeah. in our circles, which yeah. is so, it's, every time it yeah. happens, it feels so humbling mm. to like see someone that mm. just stands for what we seem. It's very nice. And I think
2: the role of Nomad Radio as well, and this might be jumping ahead, but I think the role of Nomad Radio and just community and online radios as a whole at the moment, uh, their role is so much more important now in terms of COVID. Like we know we, no yeah, it's, we it's exactly
0: uh, what I wanted to talk about. Go on, continue. <laughs> Maybe I'll stop there. No, no, like you're doing doing, doing fine. (laughs) Go on, continue.
2: (laughs) I just think that they're just, I think that now more than ever, like radio is one of the most unifying mediums of music. Right on. Absolutely. Um, And we, and we live in such weird isolated times, like COVID aside, you know, just with our whole like insulated living, um, Mm with iPhones and the me culture and and all that. Um, Radio is the one thing that's, and the club, and that's what's so beautiful about like DJing and being part of that community is that it's about community. It's about bringing people together. And we can't really do that right now. And I think like Zoom is great and like there are Twitch parties and stuff, but it's still so removed. So I
0: think think
2: radio has such a, it's it's potently important. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Like I also have like my own solo show on FBI radio Um, and even just on the first week of COVID when all the lockdowns started being put in place, the amount of engagement I had where people were texting in. Just like radio was so important during isolation for so many people because they just like if you don't have good housemates or you don't have like a comfortable family like home it's so hard to connect to people and having that space Mm. where someone's talking directly to you and Mm. where you can engage via text is so Mm. um it's Mm. so comforting and so important
2: and when the radio host like drops a song that you love yeah or when they speak to you you're just like oh
1: you get me
0: (laughs) (laughs) fantastic Yeah. No, I, 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 I. This is why I, I feel very blessed myself because of my background in community radio. Because this is what's saved me now. Like I, my, uh, when COVID hit, uh, I was able, but you know, able to get. Um, I, I developed. I was. I mean, it was stuff in the pipeline, and I guess this is the, you know, the, the shows that I've um, introduced this year. And the work that I'm doing now is online broadcasting with, with, a, with one of uh, um, the biggest um, online stations in the, in the region for independent music at the moment. It's called Middle Beast. And um, so that, that yeah, I, I, I'm, I feel very blessed and, again, uh, humbled because of my background. But I, I guess that for you, too, this is kind of like, like you said, serendipitous, like, there was been a, a, a year prior to COVID that you were on Nomad, and then all of a sudden now it's like, wow, lucky we've got Nomad, <laughs> you know, to 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 get our our voice. Are, are there? Are you doing any DIY events at the moment? Uh, aside from the online streams, or or is it? Yeah, um, we had we were
1: supposed to have a Honey Point. First birthday. We had big plans. We had such big plans for
2: our big birthday party. Yeah,
1: so that's wah, all, wah,
2: wah.
1: all locked away for a belated gone. birthday when things are allowed to be, when we're all allowed to be together. Yeah. But um, I guess we've been trying to kind of refocus the way we do events or kind of even raise money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, we're, we're trying to focus right now on, I guess, um, proper activism within honey point or like how we um
2: how we can really begin discourse and conversation in the structures of the sydney community that goes beyond just like parties
1: yeah so, so whether it's having yeah. fundraisers or having um a community action project after an event where people have to engage if they want to attend or something like that we're still trying. We're in the midst of work it working it out.
2: Yeah, but other to that, we do have. We're really lucky because our our music allows for a bit like a brunch format of mm-hmm. event. So before COVID lockdown, we actually on the last on weekend, the last weekend before COVID. lockdown, yeah. so we had a we had like a brunch event, um, okay. which involved
0: which involved yeah. live music. How, yeah, how do your brunch brunches work? Is that like and what what's the times and when? What when do you usually? Well, so do this before? was the
2: first brunch, and it's a bit of a Phony brunch because it's not actually at the brunch time <laughs> to my apartment.
1: Was it from one, one yeah, it was from like one or two, one to or six, even three, maybe yeah, to lay
2: sundown, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, and the idea of it is that it's on a Sunday afternoon. And the idea is just that so our music is our music is not for you to get absolutely right. off your chops too. It's not right. the community is not toxic. It's not which is I, I don't I don't I'm not saying I think those spaces have so much value. But like in Sydney, that just seems to be the space. So it's a space where people can come on that morning after or that afternoon after, have a mimosa, engage with music that might be electronic but on a live front rather than a,
1: a DJ front. But oh, then so, also it's, oh, so
0: it's a more of a live a live gig. It's a and, mixture. So right. we had,
1: I think we had yeah. three so, DJs total, including us okay. playing at the end and then a live act as well. Amazing. And we had it between... Um, like a studio space kind of in a garden. And so people just had mimosas in hand. And going
0: where did where, you do it at?
1: Um, at a place called 107 Projects. Okay. In Redfern. They're mm. a community community space. They do a whole bunch of initiatives there, which I am not completely across, but they're... They're, they're
2: pretty incredible for the, like the community in Redfern as
1: yeah.
0: a whole. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it.
1: I love it. and croissants.
2: I love it. And- that's
0: my kind of party. <laughs> and
2: the response was unbelievable. Like we didn't even realize it would be as good as it was. And it's a small scale as well. It's like 50 people packs. Like it's, it's perfect. I love it. So we've actually been in, in contact on the low um, with a, a well-known establishment in Sydney um, who, who they're trying to get up and running. Um, and they're quite big in the, like, in the, in the inner West community that they're, they're like a bit of a staple, yeah. a mm. cornerstone. So okay. we're trying to. Well, this,
0: this to is place where place. I guess th- it's these kind of events that are going to be the ones that are going to be the 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 new the new kind of events that are going to emerge think again. I think
2: so, because, because they do they they collaborate or they they bring together this whole like sit down, well, don't dance concept, and bump put in grind, and grind, but, but still enjoy. Really yeah,
1: I started the big trend of day parties in Sydney. Um, over the summer. Over summer, yeah. Yeah, we did a, with the launch that um, Danny mentioned earlier, it was a it was a launch for Foch and we had a few DJs and then a the big live act at the end. And that was, I think, the first um, day party at this kind of new warehouse location. Not new, but like a new an unused
2: and yeah, an unused space that yeah. typically is used as like a smoking area out the back of this gallery in the inner west. Kind yeah, of
1: so we kinda did the we place up a little there. bit, put milk crates everywhere and lots of nice lighting, and then that kind of started um just the concept of day pies in Sydney, which I think um, was super formative for um, the summer. Um, especially at the end of all the bushfires, we had a big um Bushfire. daytime dance uh with all the collective that had thrown Parties after us in this space mm. and all doing it to raise money
2: for the bushfires, mm. which is amazing. Nice wholesome mm. yeah, yeah. So I think we're really fortunate to be, to be able to like slip into that format. Really, I would easily.
0: say it's de- well, like it's definitely nice to see, and and there's more of it. Uh, people putting on events with more of a purpose and and like that kind of because it, it is a, it is a definitely a shift in the culture um mm. rather than just like you know appreciating electronic music as well where you mm. know it was had the stigma of just getting off your chops but now yeah. like you can appreciate electronic music and organic live stuff i'm a big advocate personally of the whole live and dj experience i've always have been i think the yeah. two worlds should always be together um, yeah, yeah. you know I, there's nothing wrong with you know between between a band band sets DJ gets on and that's that kind of fills in not just a filler but they're actually mm-hmm. tying in this mm-hmm. this, this yeah. story you know this, well, this, this so whole experience I be, yeah. you know yeah. I, I, you know rather than putting the DJ on the far left hand corner of the stage it's like no no the DJ's got to be part of this whole experience and that yeah. that and I've seen that more and more. I is, is all, the, all this stuff that you're talking about now, like what you're doing now to kind of keep the dream alive and keep Honey Point in the eyes and ears of Sydney. The, the, what, are, aside from your radio show, what are other things that you're doing at the moment? Is there.
1: Because it is, kind of, I, I,
0: I know it's limiting, but like, what? Totally. Yeah.
2: Well, I think I think lockdown hit like everyone really hard, and especially in Sydney, like the whole scene obviously just went really mm. silent. And like personally, I know that I felt just very like, whoa, well, what is my future? What mm-hmm. is my life? What is Honey Point? Yeah. What is DJing? What is music? Like I had to, I had a real moment of just reevaluating everything, mm-hmm. um, and not even just music. Also, my my own like, personal course. career and stuff like just really just reevaluating everything um and in that I think and I think that that was important because in that time Deepa and I had a lot of chats and meetings about where to from here so instead of instead of just acting straight away and I think also there was an air of like at especially at the start of um lockdown there was this air of um how can we innovate immediately Mm -hmm. like all of our spaces are gone. How can we take this online and innovate? And a part of me kind of felt terrified by that idea. I didn't, I felt a pressure for Honey Point to be the drivers of this new innovation of whatever it might be, um, of this new virtual world of DJing. And then I think after a while, I decided that we don't actually like Honey Point has such a community and it has a real place in the community. It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Mm -hmm. People have not forgotten about us. Like this is a really beautiful time to.
1: We just sat back and kind of just watched what happened whilst still talking about where we're going to go and say if we did try something, how would it look? Like we definitely had talks about doing live streams and, and Zoom parties and stuff and we just, couldn't see that for ourselves, so we just were like, okay, no, let's sit back down again. Let's workshop a bit mm. more. What's the next thing we can do? Or once this is over, say could we have a party with ten mm. people, mm. or like just trying to innovate um, post mm. post COVID, or even just like slightly loosed COVID. Mm. Um, and so. I guess we're, <laughs> we're still in the process of that a
2: little bit, yeah. Even though, and yeah. I think another thing as well, and this was a big reminder for us, and I we kind of touched on this like earlier a little bit um, about how. Honey Point is so much more, and we've learned now that Honey Point is actually so much more than just a, a party duo. Like we we want to see change in Sydney, yeah, and, cool. and and our community realizes that we're not going to fizzle away because we were known for putting on like massive events with internationals flying in and just making ticket sales and profits. Again, nothing wrong with that, but that's not who we are. That's yeah. not what we do, mm-hmm. and people know what we do, so we. And there's yeah, like I was saying, there's a place for that. There's a space for that. Yeah, people want, it. we want it. They're not going to forget about us. Like
0: yeah, yeah, just, yeah.
2: We'll make sure they don't forget.
0: About <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no, but you know it's great? The um right now, um, more than ever, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I think um, people people need need us DJs. You know, people. Mm. You know, um, we're providing and it made me it made me realize myself like my role in my community as well and the people that what and what else I could be doing to enhance people's lives during this period i mean yeah um being doing what we do and uh playing playing the music that we find and sharing our vibe and and that love that we still have for that new record that we found and like yeah. that passion that comes Come still, it, that still helps enhance mm. people's lives, you know. And, and I think what uh, you're doing is great. Keep doing it, and uh, yeah, I love it. Like, um, so what? What? Uh, what? What's next? Tell me what's up, uh, what's coming up next for, for Honey Point.
1: Um. Well, we're we we're, we're trying to do um a little bit of a fundraiser, a little live stream fundraiser at um one of our favorite. What distilleries. we were saying before, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're just working on getting that off the ground, and that's a small um, p-
0: that's a small event as well. It'll like, be small, yeah. it'll
1: be like the brunch
2: format. It'll be like the Honey Point X this establishment.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Having brunch. Yeah, and it'll be so it'll probably be like I think like fifty packs again, or maybe yeah. even less than just based on whatever COVID is allowing.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and
2: then yeah, we want to we want to live stream it as well.
1: Yeah, great. Kind of thing.
0: in front of um, an audience. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we'll have all the DJs uh, collectively decide on an organisation or we'll charity to support.
0: Do you have a band and in mind yet? Do you have a band in mind for this one? We have not. No, okay. no live, no. Li- well, actually,
1: kind of. There's
2: one. There's one act who we've been trying to book for a really long time, um, and he's actually one of the three from Foresh. His name's Ziggy, <laughs> and he has this like insane live act called Blowhouse. I love it. And um, he's just like honestly, he's one of the most he is the most talented keys synth player I know. And he's made just this insane synthy housey stuff.
0: Oh, you've got to share yeah, it just with you. him here.
2: Well, he hasn't, and he hasn't, like, produced, released anything. But okay. he's been doing Thursday nights with Blowhouse in lockdown. He did, like, a month of, like, Thursday night live streams with him and all his synths. Uh-huh. Um, and he's just, yeah, so we, before lockdown, he was still working on getting it off the ground. And then I think lockdown came and we just, like, got it off the ground. So mm-hmm. maybe this is the time. To launch. To launch the Blau House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which it. would be really exciting. But um, we
1: have some Honey Point staples, which we love booking. Um, we've got Eddie Diamond, Bocconcini. Uh, we've got Hythe. We've got uh, Ava Tonje, Kimenza. Uh, great, so many, great. Cool. Yeah. Cool.
2: We've yeah.
1: got a whole, whole list of names, which we just – We want to have more events just so we can book all of them and kind of showcase them to everyone. Yeah, Um, so that platform again. Yeah, just about waiting for that opportunity to showcase them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then aside from the gigs, like, we've been discussing um, a mixed series. Um, We haven't really wrapped our head around this yet, but incorporating, like, because all DJs are DJs, but all DJs also, they always have a side hustle or DJing is their side hustle. Like, there's something else that helps you you know, keep your food on the table or keep your heart alive in other ways. And I, I love the idea of, and I actually got this from um, Megatronic when we met Megatronic for the first time, this idea of not just empowering those communities in music but empowering, you know, communities of colour and, and non cis male communities in all fields around the world. Um, so this idea of creating a mix series, a DJ creates a mix, somehow selling the tracks like and giving money back to the artists of the tracks that they include in their mix but then also somehow contributing the funds to like a cause that is related to another passion of theirs. Mm-hmm. So it might be like design or law or um, medicine or who knows. Right. So, um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's Looks
1: another some. idea that we're just workshopping. <laughs>
0: um tell me uh, what days people hear Nomad Radio um, on your show. What days of well, the week?
1: On uh, Nomad Radio Sundays from two to four PM Eastern Standard Time.
0: Mm-hmm. But okay. there's
1: also a backlog of shows that you can listen to all on the website.
0: Awesome. Mixed cloud
1: Mixcloud as well. Or Soundcloud.
0: SoundCloud. I've got it.
1: All the links. Yeah. Awesome. And Make- all of
0: our
2: best mixes are up on our SoundCloud. Honey Point.
0: The the Honey Point mixes are. You, you, the, uh, the mixes and the shows the archive of the shows got and then, on the soundca- soundcloud.
1: Yeah.
0: okay cool um i just quickly as well what's your connection with the planet trip records I've, I've seen that um emerge over uh last year and i really like what these guys are doing and i i, I think i saw you danny we were, we were at the same party last year with Oh, um, yeah. What, what, yeah, yeah, that the one in Marrickville when I was in town.
2: <laughs> so that 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 space was the space that we were talking about. That, Got like, it. 20.
0: Okay, like, that's yeah. a really Maybe. cool spot. It's a really good cool good spot. Good yeah, good yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, no that's residents,
0: true. no residents. Yeah. <laughs> um, my trip,
1: though, is um a city in run by my crew, yes, and yeah, and um, and. and- and Daniel
0: Lupica. Okay, oh, cool. Right. Okay, right. I didn't know Daniel was behind that. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, so, oh, I love um, those boys.
0: Those boys are great. They do great yeah, stuff. Yeah, and mm. they,
2: they've just been so supportive of honey. They're dad. our DJ. We call them our DJ dads.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they DJ uncles. DJ uncles. Yeah, so we, we brought Krista over um, with them. With them and oh, right. So you,
0: okay, so you guys were part of that. You made yeah. the amazing. I have been yeah. trying to I, I was very close to doing a tour f- with Christa here in, in uh in the region. And uh yeah. we couldn't quite make it happen. I was I had I had a club in Beirut ready to go and um uh-huh. we and we had we had it almost here uh for, for, for Dubai, but it, it just didn't line up. And when um yeah, I, I love Curista, oh, she's fantastic. I
2: really hope it works out for you. She is a powerhouse, Jesus. yeah man. And- and her energy is yeah. like, oh, she's just one of those people that you'll forever remember them. Their energy, just like it leaves an imprint yeah. in your mind. Yeah. So Mike, who has like, he's kind of the reason why Honey Point gets booked and why Honey <laughs> Point exists. Like, he just saw what we were into from the start and just put us up.
0: Yeah, Mike is, is uh, Mike, Mike's an amazing DJ. Great. He's uh, amazing uh, he's, yeah, yeah. Individual. He's, yeah, and his music knowledge is uh, incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Mm. Yeah,
2: and he just—he something he does that I respect so much is that he just wants to see that he's a community man, and he yeah. just wants the community to thrive. So he he wants to sit with you and share everything he knows yeah. because mm-hmm. he wants to hand over to the younger generation. Um, to just not, he doesn't want the, the scene to die. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't want to die, but he just wants it to keep going and keep going strong and just support because he's into what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. He's just yeah. like,
1: questions, ask me. If you want to bring an artist over, let me know. I can, I can help you out. Yeah. Just like with everything. He's just yeah. so yeah. helpful and so supportive. It makes, that's, that's awesome. it makes what we do very, very much easier. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. I um yeah. I, I've been I noticed that Mike's working over at FBI as well. Um, a bit yeah. more uh, with a role there. Been meaning to get in touch with him because I need to update my um my my details with FBI. <laughs> so I got to reach out to him because someone that no one got back to me on my – So I think I'm gonna get Mike to help me. <laughs> Tell um what it uh where, where can everybody here uh see like your 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 links? So I I've got there's Facebook, Instagram what uh, they just type in honey point that's it just looking at it yeah,
1: yeah. on it, on um facebook if you look up uh hey honey point or just honey point i'm pretty sure where the first one's to pop up or on instagram if you look up hey honey point um we've got a link tree that has all the links between all the things facebook instagram soundcloud nomad radio uh individual pages as well um is the link tree on instagram it's
2: on yeah. instagram yeah so on Instagram, hey Honey Point, and then
0: the link tree is like in our bio. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. All right, girls. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I oh, uh, really it was nice. really great to just catch up with you as well and and and, yeah. and, and talk. And uh, look, I um, for anyone listening and wants to reach out to me, uh, you can hit me up on info at jameslocksmith.net if you want to talk things music. Or even want to learn a bit about personal development, I can point you in the right direction. Uh, Anything that uh, music related as well. So, and that if you want to sign up to the newsletter, it's JamesLocksmith.net website, www.jameslocksmith.net. And uh, please leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. Leave your thoughts, your feedback. Let me know how I can improve the show. Awesome. Thank you, Honey Point. (laughs) thanks James. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.